Hey everybody, welcome back to the Quaker Nation podcast. I'm your host, Sean McKeown. I'm here with Deputy Sports Editor Walker Carnthon and Sports Ooh. Editor Caleb Crane. And this week, our first week of the season, everyone, a little round of applause, everybody. We're back. Go. Um, we're going over football. Football season starting. It's everyone's favorite time of year in sports land back in the DP. We're all excited. And we got some predictions for Colgate. Am I right? Yeah, we got some predictions, not just for Colgate, but we got predictions for the entire season. Ooh, the entire, uh, right now? Well, oh, we the got, first episode of the year? Uh, the we, got re- we got record predictions. Wow. Record predictions. Okay, okay. I'm ready. Let's start with Penn. I want to hear what Penn's record is. Well, that's what we're predicting. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well. Just your lowly host here. Jeez. Go ahead. So, last year, 8-2. and two. It's a big improvement from 3-7. and seven. Um, We went 3-7. and seven. Yeah, we went wow, 3-7 in 2021. Sorry. That's crazy. I um, went to a couple games, you know. You weren't at the student at this school in 2021. Don't worry about it. He's from here, though. You are. My sister goes here. This is so serious. Um, in last year, 8-2. and two, um, And I think they can get up to that next level. Uh, I think they're going to improve one more game. 9-1 uh, and one is my record prediction. I'm not sure which is going to be the loss. I think it's either going to be Yale, or Yale, Harvard, or Princeton. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yale and Harvard are on the road. Uh, towards the end of the season, uh, weather up in New England, anyone's guess, uh, in November, and then final game of the year against Princeton. So I would guess it's one of those, but you never know. But my prediction is 9-1, and one, and that Penn will win the Ivy League uh, for the first time since 2016. Wow. Okay. So so high hopes. Is there any particular reason you think, like, this is the year? Any improvement? Anything you, you like to see? Yeah, so I think, so 8-2. and two, um so obviously not as big of an improvement. I think a lot of it's going to come from the quarterback position. Aiden Sands going to have another year of experience under his belt. Um, and then at practice, he made some pretty good throws down the field, contested win- small windows, uh, contested catches, uh, really doing a nice job of ball pra- placement with coverage and uh, hitting his receivers. Uh, so that's impressive. And then I think the defense is going to stay solid. Um, they were second in the Ivy League in rushing last year and then third in points per game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they're going to stay solid and the offense is going to uh, be what powers them uh, to that next level. Got you. I know Saying he's a big fan of the podcast. Um, he's always had a great deep ball. It looks like it's getting better. I feel like, you know, I'm confident in him. Um, and the defense, again, it's always high hopes. I feel like every year it's anybody's game. It hasn't been our game for seven straight years, but you know what? This is it. I'm a full believer. I'm going to be a full homer and believe in them. Walker, how do you feel about them? Here's the thing about Penn football. They're going to go 10-0. 10-0. 10-0. I'm putting it right here. You're going to see it in print tomorrow with my face right next to it. 10-0. You're Penn football Quakers. 2023 Ivy League champs. Undefeated Ivy League champs. Undefeated Ivy League mm, champs. No feet. Um, and there's a couple reasons for that. Um, first of all, last year... Um, Really, we did. We went eight and two. Um, the only reason that we went eight and two um, was one of our losses came to Brown in a game that, if it was played a hundred times, Penn would win ninety nine of those games. Um, it just so happens that the one that happened was the one that we lost. But we were by far, we are by far bet the better team. We were the better team. Um, if we hadn't got called for a penalty on a, like a tough third down and like the last on the, on our last potential game winning drive, I think we would have won that game anyway. Um, but I think that was an anomaly. Um, and then we beat the Ivy League champs. Yeah, we were Yale's only loss. And that game was close, but it wasn't like 
nail biter who's going to win close. It was like we're ahead the entire time. It gets a little close at the end, but we pull away. I think we were the better team that day. And then we suffered a tough loss to Harvard that just sort of got out of hand at home. That, you know, was, you know, that that day they were definitely the better team. But I think if you look at the entire season, we have the resume to prove that we were the better team over the course of the year. We finished higher in the standings in the end. And then we beat Princeton, who finished third in the Ivy. So we, we have wins over one and three. Uh, last season and our two losses uh, I think you can make a case for us being you know better than both of those teams going into this season um, and in terms of uh, you know the roster and what's going to be different from last season compared to this season we did lose a lot of talent um, a lot of our all Ivy League first team guys from last year are gone um, uh, Trevor Reno's visions at Cincinnati uh, Jake Heinlicher at UCLA um, you know really big time programs obviously it just shows you know, the caliber of talent that Penn had on the roster last year. And it's easy to think that that won't be replicated, but I think uh, I was able to go to the spring football game last year, um, see, you know, some of the guys that maybe didn't get as many reps previously uh, get some time. And obviously, you know, there's no way to tell just from that, but I think you're going to see a lot of guys uh, rise up this year uh, and really make uh, a significant impact. Um, I think schematically, um, one thing that I'm excited for this season is, you know, we talk about Aiden Say and we talk about I was a junior and he's already has, you know, one and a half seasons as a starter under his belt. Um, and I recently wrote a story myself about quarterback play in the Ivy League and what really, you know, constitutes a great Ivy League quarterback and how uh, a lot of the really great quarterbacks are different in many ways. Nolan Grooms for Yale is is very run heavy. He was second in the Ivy League in rushing yards last year. He was first team all Ivy QB and Yale won the Ivy last year. Second in rushing as a QB. As a QB, like total yards, he was second um, among all rushers, which is insane. Um, and then Blake Stenstrom, Princeton's starting quarterback, was first in um, in yards and efficiency. Um, so he's more of a you know an aerial guy. And um, What's saying is really kind of a cross between those two. Um, he's definitely more towards Stenstrom, I would say, than Grooms, but he does have that uh, mobility in his game. And a lot of last year we saw um, in Penn's offense, they're a really uh, significant focus on the short game. Um, Sayan was first by 40 attempts in passes last year, um, and he, uh, he led the Ivy League starters in – pass attempts, but was last among starters in yards per attempt. Mm. And that's not necessarily a reflection on him as a player. It's just a reflection on the way Penn's offense is schemed around him. Lots of, you know, slants, drags, yeah. swings out of the backfield. And, you know, we talk about his deep ball. And you saw games where he had that deep ball and was able to dial it up, specifically against Columbia, big game at home. He hit Casilli for a couple deep. Um, and I think if Penn is able to unlock that aspect of their offense going into the season, you're going to see a lot uh, more numbers from Sayan and a lot, uh, you know, even better performances from this offense that will uh, not allow, you know, against Brown, the reason they lost is because they went in the hole early. I don't think that happens if you have a more explosive offense. Um, so just, you know, games like that uh, will hopefully, you know, 10 and 0 is obviously a lofty goal. Not uh, lofty for us. Perfection is, is, is tough to attain even for the greatest teams, but I think we can do it. I believe in them. I think personally, uh, you know, watching for a whole year, my sister goes here, it's been watching for a little longer. Aiden Sands always been a guy where you see his deep ball and it's beautiful. Like I, I genuinely believe there's some things in football that are just like very artistic art, yeah. art like joyful to watch. And I've always loved his deep ball, but I haven't seen a ton of connections that are like consistent. Yeah. So I think going into this year, another year in the offense, that could be explosion. My biggest worry personally is defense. Cause I remember mm-hmm. from our Harvard loss, we got ran over. 
We had, yeah. I think we allowed over 200 rushing yards in the first half. Don't quote me on that. But we we got ran over. That yeah. was our one one big thing last year. I mean, we, the other key stat of the Harvard loss is that um, – do either of you remember how um, – how many net rushing yards uh, Penn had in the Harvard in the Harvard loss? Wasn't it like four? Slightly more, Walker. I don't know. It's nine. Ah, uh, we, we had nine net rushing yards. <laughs> I've read uh, that article. <laughs> we had nine net rushing yards the entire game, um, which is troubling, mm-hmm. especially since um, Trey Flowers, who is Penn's leading rusher last year, uh, is not on the team this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan Mulatu is going to step up and be with primary back heading into mm-hmm. the season. Um, but I, there are some concerns about that, especially since we were seventh in the Ivy league last year. So that would be my like one concern. Mm-hmm. And I could like see a game where like a lot has to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and the running game just isn't there to help like control the offense and like, yeah. make sure that everything, um, goes well. So that would be my main concern um, heading into the year. It's hard then, to go down from seventh, you know? Yeah. Well, there's <laughs> there's only one spot below it, but there's a lot of room for improvement. Exactly. Um, and the thing with saying is, like, he has a great deep ball. Like, I saw it in practice. There's, like, flashes of it last year, but he still averaged under six yards in attempt last year. And he had a pretty high completion percentage. So it's not like he was, like, just chucking it mm-hmm. and, like, hoping. Like, he, and he didn't turn the ball over a lot. So I'd really love to see them, like, the the offensive scheme like really just like showcase what he can do mm-hmm. um and like what he's capable of as a passer um just so we can have it have a chance to see what Aiden say and unleashed looks like yeah i'm 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 uber excited i'm always at the start of every year especially for you know we're going to we're all going to penn here we're all working the dp homers you don't you can't start negative we go into it hype for them we go into them excited you know I go into it, you know, I, I wrote about some pretty, you know, I wrote about the Harvard loss last year. That was pretty tough. Even leaving that, I was excited for the team going forward. I'm not usually a homer. I'm usually a very negative person, but I believe in the team. You know, I, I believe in the offense. I hope the defense can step up the run defense, stuff like that. But I feel like we're very complete. I, we got a 9-1 and prediction here, a 10-0 and prediction. Oh, man. That's 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 a lot of lofty. That's a lot of lofty support. Tough to live up to. It's tough to live up to. We're setting expectations high because we want this team to do great. Yeah. We're, we're excited. We're excited fans. You know, we're excited for the players. We're, we're an Ivy League school. We hope they all get the best best experience, ball out, do whatever they need for their careers. You know, hopefully you have a great season. And for Colgate, I mean, obviously it won't contribute to the Ivy League title chase, um, but it will contribute to our, um, you know, record predictions. Last week, Syracuse, not, Syracuse beat Colgate 65-0. Yep. Um, so, you know, not that that's... It's tough, it's tough to indicate that because a lot of, you know, those games where it's FBS versus FCS really get out of hand really quickly. Um, but we beat Colgate last year. Um, but we had to come back. We did have to come back. So hopefully uh, we start a little bit less slow than we did then. Um, and But based on that 65-0 loss, I'm feeling pretty good. Mm-hmm. It does say, though, that they, they played a game before us. You know, they, they yeah, have, they have they a little bit more. They played two games. So they, they had the Syracuse loss, and then they, um, they lost to – Villanova 49-14. Um, so, yeah, I, no reason not to be confident. No yeah. reason not to back. So they do have those two games of experience to, I don't know, get the kinks out of the way. What experience. Um, what experience it was, baby. <laughs> it, I'm sure I'm sure it was an experience. Uh, they have those two games, but I think... Um, is, it, is that outscored by 100? 
Um, what was that? 65? 40, 65 and almost. Yeah, no, it is 100. I think. No, because it, it was 40 to 19. Or 40. 49 to 14. Ooh. Oh, Wait, yeah, so it is 100. 114 yeah. to... 14. Scored out, outscored by 100 in the first game. You know what? It would be a rough loss if we lose. It would. But I, we yeah. won't, but we won't. I'll start I, out positive. I'm, I'm optimistic that, I mean, I don't think this is the one. Mm-hmm. And you don't think there's going to be one. I don't. Um, so we both we both have a win um, this week. Um, I think it'll be a great chance to mm-hmm. uh, see the really team in action. It's going to be really for the picks are in because I'll only be able to predict wins. Yeah, you will. You can only predict these guys are getting dubs, you know, because we're a positive organization here, you know. And our riders are smart. So <laughs> feel good about Priori. Um, I think he'll be inspired. Uh-huh. Is a you know mentor, Al, former Penn coach Al Bagnoli, uh, coach of Columbia for the past couple of years, retired in the off season. Um, I think Priori is a really good coach. I know there was a couple rough years there where some people were calling for his job, but I think last year showed uh, really what he's you know, capable of as a coach, and I would love to see him, uh, you know, bring him a title this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I never want to ever call for someone's job where, where you know, you, you get to write about how it's bad coach, whatever it is. But I, I've talked to him before for interviews, stuff like that. Seems like one of the, like, seems like a leader. Yeah, seems like seems a nice like a- guy, good human. And his team, you know, we're talking about, oh, we haven't won in a bit. We went eight and two. We're going to crucify a guy for losing two games. And again, I, I believe in him. I believe in the program. Building yeah. off what Walker said, it's just... There's not a lot to hate. When there's minimal losses on a season, minimal negatives, you can't mm-hmm. really come out here and say, like, oh, they haven't won the championships in 2016. They've had good records. Yeah. We're, like, there's no... And 2016 is really also not that long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the Drew Brees effect. He never won an MVP. He's still an all-time great. Like, yeah, exactly. Sometimes consistent greatness is over overlooked. I wouldn't say greatness. But... Not, not, I'm not offending Drew Brees here. I mean, the Penn football program. Let the record show Walker Carnathan is an enormous New Orleans Saints and Drew Brees fan. So he would be slighted if Sean were implying that Drew Brees was not great. Never won an MVP. But anyway, defeats, defeats the point. He deserved it. Over My point about the Penn football program. Penn football program has consistent, you know, proved well in some seasons of the past. No reason to go against the coach. And going into the season, we're all hyped. Any final comments? Anything? Any rousing ideas? Let's go, Quakers! Let's get this. All right, thanks, guys, for listening to the first podcast of the year. Uh, First episode. Uh, Really proud to be covering, you know, Penn Sports for you guys. We'll be bringing, you know, weekly updates for everybody. Cover all sports, wide ranges. Have different uh, guests on from the department. And also a couple athletes. So, you know, we're we're hoping to give, give you guys some good content for the rest of the year. And, yeah, thanks for tuning in. See you guys next week.